I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. On most trips, James would hold court back there, talking shit about the hoes he was fucking, the whips he planned to cop in the summer, or maybe even the niggas in Homewood who was snitching. Because remember, James was an instant oatmeal crip. I'd be near the middle of the bus, either engaged in spirited debates about who was the weakest member of the Wu-Tang Clan, you got, or laid up against a window with my Walkman blasting one of my recorded mixes from WAMO 106.7. On that ride back from Schaller, however, I'd left my Walkman at home, so I couldn't pretend to not hear James when he shifted his mindless, humble brag, Bukaki, to, who has the least amount of hoes on the team, and then promptly nominated me yo how you gonna drop 20 a game and not have no hoes james asked rhetorically to a bevy of muffled snickers emerging from the 10 p.m back of the bus darkness he followed with one of the seven dumbest analogies i've ever heard it's like being a millionaire and no one cares the entire bus including the cheerleaders all seated near the front became invested in how i'd respond come on d the chorus collectively urged you ain't gonna let them get you like that are you I eventually obliged and said something about how James must be a magician because I couldn't see him. But I could hear his voice, which was a joke because James is very dark skinned and it was nighttime. I told you that I was, wasn't good at this. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. No, he was not good at that game. Yeah, the dozens is a beastly game, man it is a cruel cruel game it's a black rite of passage um yeah it's uh wednesday which is a walking dead wednesday of course you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate y'all that take the time to listen to this and leave us five star reviews it's very nice of you we appreciate all of y'all the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball. and bullet ball extreme and uh the excerpt that i just read today is from what doesn't kill you makes you blacker by damon young which is uh not just a very good book but also a very funny book um as you guys can hear um but yeah it's it's funny because it does remind me of the peer pressure of being on the black bus like you never know when it was your day to to deal with get the roasting to deal with some a random insult and it felt like you were always kind of being tested to some extent to see like how you were going to respond how quick were your wits um if you could, were going to get in a physical altercation and stuff I, I at least for boys i think it was very much like that um and i used to hate the back of the bus oh yes yeah, because of that bus. yeah actually uh we the reason that me and you became friends is because you saved me a seat at the front of the bus oh yeah and i was like cool i will sit with this girl at the front of the bus rather than be with them niggas in the back you, you have became my my buddy and honey i've been looking like no you are not sitting here <laughs> yeah. i would tell people you can't sit here yeah so i i actually um you know appreciated that because the back of the bus was treacherous man i remember i got in a uh fight with this dude over my walkman one time i just got a brand new walkman with the reverse button on it and he was like let me listen to it and i was listening i remember i was listening to tribe called quest um midnight marauders and i was like no and he was like well you ain't you too good to let me mario i'm like it's mine and i'm listening to it oh okay well we're gonna see when you get off the bus and then he beat me up when i got off the bus because i had i was hot, holding my walkman to keep it from breaking i put it in my backpack put my backpack on my chest and i put my arms around it to protect the the walkman not my face not my arms or nothing and i just had to take that l but it felt like you know 
it's so weird because you know we just talked about physical violence with your parents and stuff but i think in the in the uh result of that is you have a uh generations of physically violent kids that doesn't mean white kids don't get in fights but you know it was some extra to it being black where it's like you know you could get in a physical altercation and you knew that nobody really cared the police weren't gonna come yeah. in a lot of cases people's parents didn't care they'd be like did you win the fight and shit like and that that's all that matters and a lot of times <laughs> as an adult the way the way i viewed is a little different but a lot of times when people do that they actually are deflecting their own insecurities outward and it's about embarrassing it's about making you feel bad make you feel ashamed mm-hmm. you know and shit like that and a lot of times uh people that did that shit they wouldn't go after the people that they know had them hands or be like what the fuck you say they would right. literally go after the people that they know weren't gonna actually fight back to actually make themselves feel bigger and better you know and shit like that is a form of bullying you know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't consider it a form but it's the fucking form of bullying that's all mm-hmm. it is um and it's a way to kind of quote unquote put you on front street so everybody can laugh quote unquote at you because it's one of them quote unquote patches just where everybody laughed and pointed at me so now it's your turn yeah and you have to be careful because you know um any anything could get you in a fight you know and i i you know if you listen to the show i have a quick quick wit quick tongue quick mouth and then uh i much quicker back then because i just didn't realize the power of it so i would say shit to people sometimes and i'm i mean it was fighting words it was like you're gonna have to fight this person because you just said something about their mama being on drugs and that's something that's really real so now they embarrassed in a way that is beyond them calling your you know your sneakers jeepers so now you gotta fight this motherfucker you know and i got in a lot of fights when i was um coming up but you know it definitely didn't win them all or whatever but for a large part it was like once you showed that you were willing to fight that was when people left me alone right right why 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 do why do i have to take it to a physical altercation because at the end of the day you should just leave me alone and, right. but people don't really look particularly children they don't look at it like that they go oh it's somebody to fuck with somebody i can hover over but not and i'll no, joke side because i get my ass whipped at home so now i got to come out and whip somebody else's ass and now adults do it but they just do it with their words yes they do online all the fucking time and people no. don't really consider it like that and people don't really think of it like that but that's kind of all it is and the thing is you know if you're going don't start none won't be none like i believe that you know if you go fucking with people you don't know how people are going to respond yeah you know a lot of social media now that you bring it up is kind of the back of the bus mm-hmm. you know like at least black social media you know you think about stuff like uh uh some of the like gossip sites some of the way that people interact with celebrities on twitter and the way that we talk to each other when we have disagreements and the way people roast folks um at the slightest infraction just because they can get the joke off is not whether the joke is right or good um you know it kind of is the back of the bus yeah that's a good point and when you have older people like celebrities and shit coming out and 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 saying hey social media give y'all an illusion because the reality is you say this shit because i can't put my goddamn hands you but if we were somewhere in a public setting most of those people would not say the shit that they say they would not say it 
if there were repercussions and consequences if you got popped in the face if somebody was like oh what fuck you and they stood up and they six foot two and you you know five foot ten all of a sudden you know the reality of it oh i might get hurt like what was that boy said some shit online a celebrity came and be like oh where what you say you didn't have the same energy so i i think the the the, the internet gives people the illusion that they can go and just crack these jokes and not saying it's like people can't find you if somebody wants to find you they will and can find you yeah i just think it's the back of the bus mentality of even if it doesn't get physical just that idea of trying to always get people you know we need somebody to get today you know i never really thought about it before but but you know us talking about this and then just you know watching people and how they do i think it is kind of like that mentality and i don't even think it's i mean it's obviously emboldened by the fact that you can't physically confront people Correct. but it's also just like even if they know that there's no physical confrontation you don't have to act that way Mm-mm. so the fact that people feel compelled to act that way is it is kind of the back of the bus and and i mean it's that same relationship i have with when you talk about getting beat when you was a kid there's like a relationship where you're kind of like bonding over the trauma of that Mm -hmm. um there's an episode of atlanta i think is really good um the one in season i think they have two seasons so season two near the end where it's about ernie earn and um and and uh paperboy alfred when they went to high school um and how treacherous and traumatic black high school really is for you and not because like on some lean on me the white man gonna do something to us thing but just on some like how we treat each other the constant pressure to fit in look the right way stand out but not too much be cool but not too cool you know be funny but not too funny you know all that shit and Mm -hmm. and the measuring stick that kids go to school with when you're black and then you know we talk about the white kid like look at look at what you got on and he's just like yeah i i don't care nigga i wore these three days in a row yeah. nobody gives a fuck no one cares it's just because you're black that people give a fuck to to judge you in in this many different ways how many hoes you got and right uh who can you beat up and how how good are you at sports and all this shit that you got to worry about every day yeah because in the reality for a lot of our parents and and great-grandparents and things like that a lot of them came from nothing and so accumulation of things mattered to a lot of black people Mm -hmm. being able to buy clothes buy cars you know being able to 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 do the luxuries that white people did like that shit meant something so it so for a lot of people even some adults it means something to wear name brands it means something like it's almost like a status symbol and if you don't quote unquote meet this status you know there's something wrong with you you're you're not as cool you're you're yeah. no shit like that it's just but it's you know what though that's white people have that too but it's just weirder that it's so much pressure on kids in the black community correct like it's it, as a kid you really shouldn't have to think about it that hard mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying that white kids don't think about this at all but there's a lot of pressure especially when we know that black people are struggling with income employment all this different you know just racial tax on us and yet and yet still if you show up to school not dressed to the nines 
there was a different level of ridicule that you might have to face depending on where you went to school and i know i went to we both went to majority black school so you know that pressure was real coming out of your neighborhood you know what you were wearing that morning when was the last time you wore the outfit you wore Mm -hmm. and all that type of stuff and just fitting in and looking right and yeah you get you get in the dozens and somebody hits one of them insecure spots inside of you man like that shit can hurt you know yeah it it, it can hurt bad and then the thing is you have to be secure in who you are excuse me and what you did and that's very and what you've done in the past because sometimes people would hear rumors and things like that they would bring that shit up and shit well, like, when you're a kid you don't have a real past you know what i mean like really. everything is so recent you haven't really right, right. had a chance recent. to really be affirmed in who you are like it's really up to your parents and the people the adults in your life to kind of help you feel secure but but the truth is like especially once your hormones kick in everybody feeling insecure and when we start singling each other out and running running you know running insults down on on people just as a way of life you know you either sink or swim with that shit uh mm-hmm. all right let's get into it i know what you guys came for this is the walking dead recap episode of the show um where's the walking dead theme song oh that's right i clicked off of it because uh can't play it yet uh reading mango the first thing i had to play is this yeah i forgot butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can do anywhere ways to grow a reading rainbow It's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right. Um, I know that one person like, why did I even fucking write in? <laughs> I wish I never left that four star review. They definitely, they definitely changing that review to one star. I, I really, I pray and hope that they can take a joke. I uh, me too, baby. I really hope they they get the show uh you don't get that show all right walking dead that's right walking dead time one episode away from the mid-season finale y'all mm-hmm. so it's uh it's getting that it's getting there um this episode is episode seven of season 10 it's called open your eyes um and it actually got slightly higher ratings than last week uh 3.31 million people watched it um before we get into the breakdown which is a pretty straightforward breakdown because we right. only had really one location right but uh before we get into the breakdown karen what do you think about this episode overall i enjoyed this episode a lot they answer some questions they moving the storyline forward and it makes me real because it's like they're going to know the location it makes me real excited about how it's going to end yeah i enjoyed this episode a lot as well this is like basically two back and back back to back that i really love because uh negan with them whispers was 
magnificent for your boy that's hilarious lived up to all my expectations um and then this week like you said they answered a lot of the questions that we had they definitely hit at some of the plot points that i was assuming they were gonna have to get to mm-hmm. um because we're you know it's almost time to wrap some of the storyline up and then the other thing too is they hit me with a swerve that i almost didn't see coming if it wasn't for uh some feedback we got last week i would have never seen coming but uh, yeah but i saw the swerve um and it makes total sense so i actually enjoyed it um and i and it may, left me with questions that i won't answer too so uh there's two locations essentially both it's still alexandria but i broke it into two parts one part i'll call the bridge and then the other part we'll call alexandria right mm-hmm. uh so let's start with the bridge take it to the bridge uh aaron who we know is out there trying to yes, work nigga aaron. we've been wondering where the fuck aaron is apparently he's just been living he by the just bridge been camping out there he's just been oh, under the bridge as uh red hot chili peppers would have made popular um he is he's been over by the bridge hanging out with gamma trading goods trying to do some diplomacy now what's interesting is that later in this episode we'll get to it but it seems like you know alexandra is trying diplomacy first to weaken um the weaken the uh the whispers and it kind of reminds me of just like real life in war and stuff how you know imperialist nations nations that like you can undermine a nation through trade you can you know it's like how america says like we're really going to try to weaken uh communism by trading with communist communist parties and letting them see like american genes american music and exporting our culture well in this way i feel like that's kind of what aaron's trying to do export the freedoms of alexandria and advertise like hey we're not too bad you know look what i got some bread we get bread every day um we're real flour right and you know for us watching the show we know that gamma has essentially been there um uh she's she's only really dealing with aaron to get information or something out of him because that uh alpha put her up to that right so she comments on how he has bread and shit and he shows her a picture his daughter drew in a bag because uh, it's in his bag and she sees it and he's like yes my daughter drew this and she's like y'all got kids and he was like yeah we got yeah i got a kid and like, we got plenty more kids in alexandria and she's like well we don't have kids because they just hold you back and make you weak and then he asked her does she have any siblings and she says no i'm an only child and that's when i'm like oh she's still lying mm-hmm. um and so then aaron lets gamma see the drawing that his daughter made and then they have a discussion about childhood and siblings um and it starts to crack her veneer a little bit yeah because at the end of the day they are people right you have bread every day maybe fresh this morning first conversation oh pause it that means this has been going on for a while you have read every day so right they've been going out there for days so we know where aaron's been going his ass out there now maybe because michonne ain't there in charge of security but i feel like somebody should be like where the fuck is aaron every day where the fuck is he just make sure if you like how do your people make so much she didn't take the bread but every day 
Seems like a lot of people doing just that. As many as needed. Also, like, how weird must it be to talk to a nigga wearing a zombie mask? Like, they just kicking it at the corner, like, so how's, how's tricks? <laughs> oh, you know, just sitting here smelling like a fucking zombie with a zombie mask on, talking to you like we not crazy. Right. You have children. Just the one. About all I can handle. And there are more? There are. Do you? Children hold you back, make you weak. What about family then? Brothers or sisters? Now, this is interesting because, you know, we know the answers to this shit, but, like, he clearly Aaron is probing her for information. Mm-hmm. Like he, like he's he's just like, how do I get her to open up? Um, yeah, he got that hand like full metal al- full metal alchemist over there. Yeah, he he does got that that hand. Um, with some good, good craftsmanship. Shout out to Earl <laughs> the blacksmith. So later he gives her the actual drawing um, that his daughter drew. And remember, earlier she said she didn't have any siblings. She's actually a pretty good writer. Mostly, I think she just uses it as an excuse to stay out with her friends. Did you ever ride? Sometimes. Yeah, I couldn't get enough. Find every excuse to stay out as long as I could. Keep going, even though it was just up and down our street. As kids, we'd always try to take the long way home around the lake. She slips up she said we and he realizes oh you had you had a sibling brother or sister i'm sorry i now the other thing that he can't possibly know is that alpha killed her sister and her sister is the one who lost the child that actually she left the child actually she killed her sister oh is that what happened she pulled her off of alpha right yes and they ate her so she literally she killed her sister so yeah she killed her sister for the cult and in addition to that uh her sister's the one that they got a they're raising that baby uh tammy and earl gave the baby to uh to uh jerry and nabila Mm -hmm. so like all this shit is like she's supposed to just be like ice cold but all this shit gotta be hurting her inside right and you could tell that last week or the week before when she was stabbing that zombie yeah it's like that shit got to affect you just like your sister crack dog that shit will affect you no matter how hard and cold and ice cold you is that was your fucking sister and it seems like while i've been talking shit about aaron he did peep game that she was a weak link that he could try to like manipulate or get information from he did and i i guess maybe the way she she was shanking that that fucking zombie up he said oh maybe this is one i can pump for information mm-hmm. but uh yeah obviously this part stops the negotiations yeah he was a couple years younger than me he uh <sighs> he loved cars only thing he loved more than cars was people when they loved him 
And I still think about him every day. You know, I know what it's like to lose someone that you love that much. And I know that it helps to talk about it. What you're doing, these questions, you know, digging for intel. I suppose I should be doing the same, but what's the point? So maybe we just talk about nothing worth reporting, you know? Yeah, I can go on and on about my brother. Maybe you can. And she runs off like red in Friday. No. And she also chants the uh, that 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 cult chant that mm-hmm. we learned a few weeks back. That she feel herself cracking. Right. And so he was like, I you know you want to shit on Aaron, but if you think about it, I mean, Aaron is like. Aaron used to be the guy they sent out to recruit people. Yep. And, you know, I kind of had forgot that. So it's not, you know, I'm more worried that that water was poisoning everybody. And I'm like, nigga, just report she throwing zombie guts in the, in the stream. I still think that water's poisoning everybody. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying I was more concerned about that than the idea of getting information about that group. True. You know. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting that, uh, that, that fell apart. But, um, later on she continues this because she leaves and does a chant to get cold strength and then in the woods uh she starts looking at the letter and a fucking zombie walks up to her because she's looking at the letter at the not the letter the drawing that the daughter did without her mask on mm-hmm. um she's without her mask before she can really get it back on and the zombie tries to eat her and she has to kill the zombie because it starts attacking her and then the part the part that's scary isn't this shit is this shit the camera pans over and alpha been sitting there looking at her the whole time this is like when you do some shit you ain't got no business doing as a kid and it's like you it's like you you, you almost you know you do whatever you're not supposed to be doing and you look up and your mama just been standing there the whole time like mm-hmm. i told, told you not to ass. i told your ass no cartoons at the three and do your damn homework and what you ain't here doing fucking with this tv right watching x-men yeah i've been sitting here watching the whole time i don't know how alpha snuck up like that that shit was scary as hell um but because she killed the walker so why i'm gonna tell you how because she walked like a snake that's <laughs> she slithered up on her ass in the party and for a horde. And, Ga- and Gamma did look uh, like a kid. She yes. looked like a kid getting caught. Like, oh shit. If I just act like I took the chicken out to defrost it. Uh. <laughs> Why didn't I just follow directions? The man in the middle on. Aaron. He has a daughter. Is that all you've learned? Did you ask after your sister's child? There is nothing to ask. He is one of them who will slaughter our kind. He will search out your weaknesses. He will use your sister against you. Remove your mask. 
so she made her take her mask off and then um i'll skip past this part but then she whips her with the um with the same switch thing that she used to do to uh lydia which we never saw her do to lydia i don't think but we see that this isn't just something she did to lydia she must do this to all her acolytes um as a form of physical punishment for this brainwashing shit yeah my thing I've, I've always wondered what happened to her face like she be having like these bruises around her eyes and shit like well i don't think they're bruises i think they're like makeup or something <gasps> okay to to make it so that your your face doesn't stand out when you're in the mask from far <gasps> away that makes sense pure cult shit that's about who's the most dedicated but it's also like i build i break you down to build you up so i'm beating you telling you 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 know you fucked up but then i tell you i believe in you and you know i i love you i I, you know i know you could be so special it's like you just beat me with a fucking stick too though you know tell me this Aaron he tempts you with his lies do not be seduced meanwhile we know she is a full ass lie because lydia's alive right but that's the thing when you gaslighting somebody you tell them the opposite shit and then uh <laughs> you know it's it's like let let me tell you listen i'm the one telling you one else is a lie believe me believe only in me and go out and do my bidding yep um now what exactly kind of intel she actually wants about alexandria i'm not 100 percent sure. sure no she didn't say but you know maybe it's the number of people in the community maybe or what their plans are weapons yeah. i mean it could be a lot of different things but clearly you know she still wants something um from uh you know f- to come from this so then the last scene with the with the bridge is she comes to the bridge and she basically tries to take aaron hostage mm-hmm. uh because she's sick of motherfucking negotiations okay yeah and after done caught a fucking up one time right um so she tricks him and puts a yeah. knife to his throat and they meet at night the first time they met in the daytime yes yeah, the nighttime now anything from you take it or i'll burn it Aaron's looking like, what the fuck changed? All right. No more games. I have questions, and you answer. Got it? Don't do this. This isn't you. You have no idea who I am. Yeah. He's reaching for his knife. Mm-hmm. He's gonna fuck her up. But, but Carol comes out of the woods with her bow drawn like what's up then bitch you we out here trying to we kidnapping people now i'm surprised she didn't come out and be like aaron what the fuck but i guess he talked to people about it let him go and lydia comes out right behind carol and gamma 
basically can't believe her eyes like she back she lets aaron go she backs away mm-hmm. because this and this is something that i was hoping i was like somehow this has to happen i didn't know if it was gonna happen via the dude that they kidnapped uh last week or if it was gonna happen via gamma but someone has to see lydia's alive because that will erode alpha's power structure because once we have proof you a motherfucking lie and all of us telling me they 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 liars and not just that but all of us gave up our fam familial attachments like cults do this they make you give up your friends your family unless they join too they make you give up your worldly possessions all that type of stuff and that's what this is a cult and they these people have given that up because the leader promises hey i've given these things up but meantime we have actual proof that you have it you know and this isn't like you know some other like in cults sometimes it's like no one can have sex but me because i'm god in this one it's not like that like alpha's basically used this as an example of if i can get rid of lydia you can get rid of your sister and her baby and this woman was a full-throated believer let this woman beat her and everything and then here's proof uh alpha's a goddamn lie i don't know how she gonna explain this when she get back oh she might not explain it like she just might show back like everything normal and it just went no i mean i don't know how alpha's gonna explain this when because it's gonna get out there's no fucking way this woman goes back to the cult like oh it's all good she gonna be telling people about it and so i wonder how alpha's gonna try to explain you know because that she was dead to me shit is not gonna pass the way it did with beta yeah either either she's going to my guess is either Mm -hmm. she's going to confront her in private that's probably gonna fuck up Mm -hmm. or either she's going to confront her on the public platform be like hey bitch you're gonna have to take me out then yeah and see that's the thing i think she either gotta tell everybody because if she tried to tell her one-on-one or in private or maybe even tell beta i think she's gonna get killed i'm saying No. No. Aaron's like, why she freak out so hard? This obviously not. Aaron's not in on this plan. Mm-mm. Your mother told her people she killed you. And so Carol lets Lydia know essentially, I am in on this. This was my plan to use you to to basically fuck your people up by letting them know you still alive and lydia had no idea she thought they were riding out to to help in some type of way and carol didn't inform her of the plan she ain't she been on one lately like she not telling nobody anything like fucking i'm a one-woman crew okay we know you big and bad but god damn you can't do everything by yourself i'm telling you as long as you think of her as carol bauer um okay yes okay it's I'm, just, with you. I'm not like i'm with your carol bauer yes yes yes, yes like yes. i'm kind of okay with what she be doing you know i understand that you know i'm not supposed to be but i'll be lying to you if i said i was I'm, I'm totally okay with carol's with carol on her bullshit like she's like i'm trying to win and you niggas are in my way with this bullshit uh all right let me finish the scene it's almost done uh whenever he wants to play uh but yeah she's like any means necessary um i will win lydia's out obviously you hurt help. did you use me lydia i'm sorry you just like her 
Lydia. You said you wanted me to choose a side? I choose mine. You can't go out there. It's too dangerous. You can't stop me. She hit the shit out of Carol with 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 a stick the way that Will I mean that he used to have. Mm-hmm. She hit Carol hard as shit and then ran off uh yeah. to be alone in the woods. Yeah, because in her mind it's fucked up. Like I thought we was helping. Mm-hmm. You bought me out here, used me. If you if you would have informed her, she might have went along with the plan, but you didn't inform her, so you stripped her of the choice. And she done been through a lot of shit in the community lately, trying to be accepted, trying to fit in, trying to follow y'all rules and shit. And she was like, you use me just like my mama used me. The fuck is this? There's no difference. Yeah, and I love this response and writing here because I feel like it's a trauma response. Right. And if you think about her being abused as a child, her being abused um, within the Alexandria group, I can see how this would be the last straw for her where she's like, I'll just rather take my chances on my own than fucking with any of y'all because you know her mom basically told her look when these people back gets to the wall they will find the nearest target and squeeze the trigger and if you're that target they gonna fuck you up too and she was right on that right and they did you know they just literally had a murder attempt on her life like like two weeks ago Mm -hmm. so i get why she would be like man fuck all y'all i thought i could trust you carol you let me stay in your house this week and it's all just to use me in some part of you know this weird ass plot that you have and i had no agency in it so i can't trust you either you know so uh doing shit and then when people were bad you'd be like my fault you'd be like nigga you should have told me right um so then um uh lydia leaves on her own Mm -hmm. and then carol leaves and uh in the woods uh gamma cries like lizzo just beat her out for album of the year the soul train awards I hope thing. um because she's just like all this shit i believed in is is fake all this work i killed my sister i turned my back on her right i treated her like she wouldn't shit even though i actually truly loved her mm-hmm so uh yeah that was how um the bridge basically ends and then we can get into alexandria but um that i you know i do have to give it credit i didn't think that aaron's storyline was going anywhere Mm-mm. i was like why is this taking so long is they just don't want him around so he can't talk about how the water he can't warn them about the water but i guess it something did come of it in in a kind of roundabout way. um all right in alexandria sadiq uh is watching over that old lady cheryl from last week that i said this too adorable she definitely gonna die like she one of them people that's so sick but then she out and she old and she also one of them people that's like uh anything you know just having water i was like she ain't gonna last long i never thought i'd sleep in a bed so this is fine <laughs> like everything with her is just i i it's fine i'm at peace All right you know i never thought i'd be able to throw up my own intestines it's fine it's <laughs> fine it's a good death Sadiq, you did everything you could. Yeah, my eyes may be bleeding, but at least I'm in a safe space. Mm-hmm. I'm bleeding on on this great thread count. Okay? Come on. I never thought I'd, I'd be able to bleed all over clean sheets. Sadiq, you did a good job. Come on, bleeding on the sleep number. Uh, so he watches. Oh, is watching over her. He wakes up from a PTSD nightmare, 
and gives her some water uh she's in rough shape we get a montage of him taking care of people and giving them water like a black dude i don't know rosita everybody getting some water mm-hmm. and so we know as an audience we're being led to suspect the water is very contaminated it's the thing that's cut fucking everybody up so you're being a doctor trying to help these people but also you're giving them the poison that's killing them right um and we even see him getting water out of the dispenser and giving it to to every so we see like the don't tamper with this unless you talk to sadiq and uh eugene mm. uh then he goes to lay down for the night and he has a nightmare where he's being he wakes up or waking nightmare i don't know but it, and it's cool how they filmed it but it's literally like a hand over his mouth as he's screaming eyes wide open just like it was when he watched everybody get killed in the barn Mm. and so like you know if you ever had like sleep paralysis or something like that you don't want that that's that's like i saw that's the only thing i, I could probably compare it to is like yeah. it's like he had sleep paralysis yeah you can't move can't breathe can't scream oh it's not fun daryl and carol bring the uh dude that they took hostage the whisperer from last week bring him to the only prison which means lydia gotta get the fuck out uh because that you can't stay in there <laughs> they was like get out and new prisoner you got to go yeah they go outside and they also notice lydia recognizes the dude when she walks past him mm-hmm. uh, now the guy's blindfolded so he can't see lydia no but they can see uh they can see that lydia knows him mm-hmm. and so outside carol asked her did she know the dude and she's like yeah he's one of the people that is in charge of the horde like gathering up zombies for the horde yeah, and like, mm-hmm. like her lydia's thing was like he's one of the mo- most loyal like yeah like if you think you're gonna turn him like that shit ain't happening yeah um so i think um they they wait is this the conversation no 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 i'm sorry so yeah earlier so they had this conversation where she's like um yeah he's so loyal you're not gonna be able to just break him Mm-mm. and carol's like well everybody breaks if you torture him enough and lydia's like well have you thought about showing him all the stuff you have here and kind of the same way that aaron is trying to bring bread to gamma like you do some stuff like that to hit to show him all the nice shit and that their way of life doesn't have to be so fucked up and maybe he'll come around without you having to torture him right but that shit takes time right and they don't really seem to have a lot of time and plus this nigga's gonna be missing so who knows if they're gonna start looking for him. right because eventually somebody gonna realize that he's not he didn't return mm-hmm. and lydia does admit that he probably does know where the horde is mm-hmm. um and then gabe comes over pissed because he's like who the fuck is abducting people who authorized who authorized this shit it's like you bringing a prisoner of war to somewhere that's not a war zone he going the fuck is this and he's like what the fuck is this carol and then um daryl is like hey man what's done is done like it's nothing like we already done kidnapped the nigga we either gonna torture him or kill him or something because you know we at a spot now where it's almost like we can't reverse and he you know because daryl is actually mad at carol because his whole thing from the beginning was you're gonna put us in a fucked up situation her thing is the situation is already fucked up right like she's escalating it and what can daryl do about that right when someone's escalating and he knows that it's eventually going to get to the point where it's got to be a battle but his thing was like it could have been slower we could have prepared like but you actually 
russian shit when nobody is actually ready for this war that you're going to bring everybody knows this war is going to come like you ain't but the we only not one organized mad. right we right. You, uh, uh, oh, over in hilltop they ain't even got fucking weapons it's like come on dog but she going jack bauer on us and like I'm, I'm gonna win the war by myself and anytime somebody tries to approach her to like talk about it she doesn't really seem to be with the shits mm, her thing she told me that bitch gotta die and that's her been her goal that, that, that that's been on her it. vision board every oh. day she look up is that bitch gotta die right every time somebody tries to say something i'm over it <laughs> that's her response it's like carol you can't just be out here killing people you know uh you know we need to coordinate between everybody in the party so we can figure this out and she's like Mm-mm, no i i, I I I'm over it. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we, it's figured. Now y'all get in line, get information behind me. Um, so Gabe says he gonna watch over the interrogation and he gonna have Sadiq there to treat the man's wounds or patch him up before the man could die. And I'm thinking to myself, like, Gabe, to what point? If you have the man and you torture him, it doesn't fucking matter because you can't send them back to the fucking flock of whisperers. Cannot. So what does it matter if he gets if he dies or not? Like Gabe's on some. Are we not a nation of laws? Or, or it's like, <laughs> bro, we're way past that. We was until we bought him here. Now fuck it. You know he's like the the liberal people that's like torture never works. And it's like, yeah, but since we are gonna be torturing, uh you might as well not be in the yeah, room he the same nigga that's like i want to sleep on the vote yeah like i don't know if you noticed but we're gonna try this torturing so if it don't work we just created another terrorist so uh it's, it's kind of too <laughs> late like to have this argument uh so then carol says he bleeds until he talks and he says he won't let uh bad go to worse and the council would agree with me including michonne and then they go to carol's house because carol says lydia can stay with her and daryl is already staying there and she thanks daryl for having her back but daryl doesn't actually have her back he's like i just told the truth you already done did the most so it's most givens uh okay well like it's just this this is now what we own okay it's, right you actually they gave nobody any choices it's now most vember okay it's most like most tober okay you got us we are stuck at most the volume level on the highest says most and we can't turn it down because you doing the fucking most right now and then he goes into his room and lays down with his dog um and i was thinking to myself daryl ain't taking no shower didn't he just cover himself in zombie guts to get out of the uh get away from them zombies mm-hmm. mm. i guess fuck that couch i guess fuck that couch um um so then um carol goes up to the balcony of her uh uh house to talk with lydia and it looks like they got they still got that graffiti up there about silence and the whispers and mm-hmm. shit that shit is everywhere so lydia's taking all this in yours she gives lydia henry's, she gives Lin, lydia henry's uh stick i think it's, it was henry's mm-hmm. so just i had worse me too she tried to give her some balm for her her eye her facial injuries that she took from that beating last week or two weeks ago 
Whisper, what else do you know about him? Only that he won't betray my mom. The ones that watch the horde are loyal. She gives him no choice. Neither will I. What else? The people will die, right? I hate them. But I know them too. Alpha drew a line and you need to choose which side draw. I wish I'd left with Henry when he asked. So do I. My mom was people. I feel like that was shade. I wish I would have left with Henry when he asked. So do I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like, he may be alive. I wish both of y'all got y'all ass out of here. Yeah, and the next comment she's about to make actually matters because Carol is doing the same thing. It's like, you didn't listen to anything she told you. Mm-hmm. Gets him to do what she wants. Makes them think it's what they want. People obey because they think they have no other choice. But if you let him see what you have here, that a place like this can survive, an idea like that is dangerous. It would spread. And there's nothing my mom could do to stop it. And I 100% agree with her comment. Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that. Like, it is a slow process. Because remember, when she first came on the scene, she wouldn't buy that bullshit either. Like, it took time. It took patience. And her mom had poisoned all of them against the civilization in general, against trying to establish places that, that can withstand, you know, the z building a community. She had poisoned her against all that, and now she believes in it but at the same time the other reason she believes in it and this is why you know evie is wrong about more than just arby's is that it was henry right if it wasn't for henry having a heart like that she wouldn't have come around to believe in it you know much like carl you know like you need people that are willing to be like i'm gonna take a chance on somebody for because of our not for really for them but for our own integrity and the kind of people we are we can't become oceanside we can't become you know a community that you know preys on other communities or kills people just for breathing right and also uh the clip you played earlier is like you you quote unquote bringing lydia out there and lydia running fucking matters because michonne said it without her she's gonna be full force now because the only reason why she's not showing her ass is because she know we have her child. Mm-hmm. Once that leverage is gone, like there's nothing to stop her from actually uh, speeding up the process and attacking. Like right. right, if Gamma goes back and forms everybody, Lydia's alive or something. And I, I mean, let's think. I forgot to say she lying. Right. Kill, kill Gamma, and then let's go send the whole horde at these motherfuckers. Right. like it could happen just that easily and carol's out here pushing the pedal to the metal 
without support without really getting the consensus and, and no plan like she could have that whole community get overrun and that was daryl's whole point like okay now i'm with you like like i'm not saying we can't do this but it can't be a two-man crew mm-hmm. because the more people you have involved the better it's executed the people to know that you're out here you're not out here alone if something goes to the left or to the right like you have a support system and that's been the whole thing about bringing the communities because you no know, communities was torn apart after rick uh, uh quote unquote uh, left or died you know however people feel about mm-hmm. it so once that happened you know for years they were divided now they're coming together they're a unit that's showing the front and now uh, with them having Lydia and them and them knowing it's a war, what are they doing now? They're preparing, they're training, they're getting people up to speed for us fighting because they go, okay, we are going to have to fight, and it's like, okay, Carol, you are actually giving us less time to prepare people for the upcoming war. Yes, the war is coming, but shit, bitch, don't speed up. Right, and you and it's hard to be somebody that has that kind of mind control over people if you don't give time for that mind control to break because, right, I mean alpha in the woods getting motherfuckers to pick their own switches you know like that's a whole different level of control and brainwashing than the people in alexandria are normally dealing with correct um so then sadiq goes to take care of the prisoner and the prisoner's like i know you look and the guy and dante's there with them and of course sadiq gets shook because this dude obviously was at the barn killing them people and making Mm -hmm. sadiq look and shit and so Dante says, Hey man, I can take it from here. And Gabe notices it too. So Dick like, I'm fine, but Dante's like, Go ahead and go outside, man. So then he goes outside. And so now it's Dante and Gabe along with the prisoner. Uh Sadiq goes outside, has a panic attack and a flashback of watching everybody die in the barn. Mm-hmm. And then Carol goes into the cell with the whisperer and she sits down as if she's going to torture him uh and they had this ominous music like uh oh some torture about to happen and she got a tray of instruments and shit and then she and it's covered with a towel and she pulls the towel back and it actually reveals that it's some bread with some jam and some honey and i'm like here she go trying to get us give it to get us do some of her uh baked goods you know how you know how carol can do that mom shit too <laughs> that martha stewart on his ass come on and she's like so what do you want it to be uh honey strawberry jam or apple jam and he was like all of it and then she hooks him up with a big old thing and then she talks about how we can have salted fish for lunch and he's like what do you want and she's like uh i just want to talk and he's like pass and she's like well you can still eat this bread so eat and so the thing is though when he starts this is some great acting Mm -hmm. when this man started eating that bread y'all i like he was like crying it was like the first time you get back home from college and your mama cook some like some some, one of them meals that you just ain't had if if forever because you've been cafeteria food and shit it's just like oh that's right that's what this is what good food tastes like like he was crying like he was crying the food like he ain't had bread with jam jelly nothing on it in so long he was crying and i and now did you think he was acting when he was crying there like did you think he was like 
it was all just part of a ruse that to get in carol's head or did you believe him when he bit that food that he was like this is the most delicious popeye's chicken sandwich i've ever had in my life i believe because it got taste buds like Mm -hmm. like i believe that the flood of memories came back like it would happen to anybody Mm -hmm. like you probably haven't had real food in forever you've been having animals and raw food and nuts and berries and digging in the ground and crickets and ants and shit yes he listen i'm with you i think he that was real right like i I feel like i feel like it was method acting i feel like that actor didn't eat for like seven days for that scene because he was he started his he tried to be tough well that bottom lip started quivering he was like mm-hmm. oh, i can smell the honey from here like mm-hmm. he ate that shit but then he saw carol looking at him like you know mm-hmm, like we like got him and she i think she even asked like it's good isn't it and he was just like poor spit the whole f- f- like bread that was in his mouth in her face like it was like you know like we st- alfred is strong you never gonna beat us and all this shit and i said oh he done tried to snap back yeah because he broke for a second he i clear he at first he was he had broke mm-hmm. and a lot of times the thing is she probably been been better just letting him enjoy it right her speaking and shit kind of snapped him back yeah i was gonna play this clip but i think i can just i think i can just tell y'all about it okay because it's kind of a boring clip but sadiq goes to take care of rosita mm-hmm. rosita does look like she's getting better um like her, she got more color in her face she's not healed healed or all the way healthy mm-hmm. yet but she's clearly like beating the bug you know and then you know with a lot of these type of uh sicknesses that go through communities you have to worry because it only kills children and old people first right so um but she does like she's recovering and then they have like a cute moment uh, you know I'll play it for some of the jokes because it's kind of a cute moment okay yeah am I okay yep nice and pasty still look good though damn right I mean if it weren't for Gabriel I would be making my move don't let that stop you Man doesn't have jealous Sound like Gabe, like to watch. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Scoot over. Say, to an extent, they got a polyamorous, non sexual relationship anyway. You know, and it's interesting because of all, listen, I was thinking about this show the other day. It, it It's so sad that people gave up on it because, low key, this, this show does so much for diversity and representation. Come on. That you just do not see on a lot of shows, especially sci-fi shows. Like you got Muslim people, you got people of different body types, you got different races, people with different people. sexual orientations. Right. You know, this relationship here isn't officially a poly relationship, Mm-mm. but if you think about some of the elements of the relationship, right. you know, three men that essentially work as a unit, no rivalry, no jealousy, no right. Uh, no physical altercations although you know there's a little jealousy between eugene and uh and gabe and stuff but you know where sadiq secure in his role as this is the i'm the father of this child i'm not trying to sneak back into bed with this woman Mm-mm. uh gabriel secure in his like this is this is my woman my lover we're together in a relationship and yes 
i'm raising another man's baby i don't care about that right you know um and then of course eugene who was just like the damn mad scientist of getting that baby schedule together like they all cooperate mm-hmm. to make sure that they're there for that baby and for rosita right you know you know even after the rejection eugene seemed real geek to be talking to rosita that she hadn't completely written him off even if it wasn't a romantic thing anymore right and now because i have always thought about this i know i joked about you know three you know three men and a baby because that's literally what it is mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's 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 not quote-unquote dysfunctional if you know everybody gets along you know what i'm saying you it's, just it's, don't see shit like this no, on tv it's no. almost always some type of rivalry or something to it you know what i mean some jealousy some fighting it's just it's very it's very healthy quote unquote for the z-pock you know correct um and maybe the idea is that in the z-pock people would be certain things barriers break down where yeah you raise have kids, social norms no more right we're now raising kids because the kid need to be raised not because of the, the vanity of i had this kid in his mind you mm-hmm. know uh, but yeah just stuff like that yeah someone brought up deaf people uh in the yeah like there's a lot of representation on this show like i don't know man just it's sad that that people already left the show behind but they're doing a good job that's not even talking about the directors and writers right i'm thinking mm-hmm. about eugene <laughs> Sorry. It's your other other man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We set a date to talk and I missed it. I just don't want him to think that I was dissing him or anything. Yeah, she feels guilty about that. But Sadiq gave us some real talk. That guy, he bounces back. Not everybody does. and that's the sad part of that platonic relationship stuff having you know that friend zone quote unquote shit is that you do you do appreciate the person in your life as a friend even if you don't want to be with them right but you do have to you have to not coddle them and be like nah they got to take this pain and understand my boundaries and my ultimatum of you can be my friend if that if you're comfortable being just that right it would if never not, be anything sexual right. or anything i have to us. let you know this because if not it's like i'm stringing you along and i'm partially at fault right and it's and, a disservice to everybody right and also if you can't handle that then leave you know it's fine you're giving them an option and a right but, but rosita also it's just like all human beings you are gonna feel bad you do feel yeah. like the bad guy and all that stuff so i appreciate them like not making it you know so unrealistic that she would just fuck eugene forever I, I'm, I'm over it like no nah, it's like you know yeah. i, I kind of want him to know that that i'm that i don't think he's a horrible person i just don't want to be with him right and the thing is she considers him a friend like she's like you are my friend right um so and i'm on front at this point in the, in the uh, show i said oh god rosita gonna die all these long ass goodbyes and talks i did uh check out a few of his baby tips oh i'm sorry and uh uh why sadiq sadiq says he, he that guy will be okay he just bounces back and i think that's hints at sadiq saying i can't bounce back from the barn 
you see what i'm saying so because he's like i don't i'm not just bouncing back i saw something traumatic and i keep reliving it over and over and this this is him like hinting that he's having issues and if you think about this episode multiple times cheryl dante um rosita everyone's asking him are you okay because they see something and he's and he's not disclosing what exactly he's going through he's trying to kind of keep it to himself yeah he's and by choice too and somebody brought up uh um eugene is her oldest friend mm-hmm. you know because you know it was uh, yeah th- uh them and abraham right the poop chart that shit was on point and literally <laughs> eugene is a bonafide shitologist <laughs> We have a kid together. Yes, we do. I didn't think I'd be a mommy in this world. Try not to think about it. It freaks me out every time. I want to do it right. I want to be a good dad. <laughs> freaks me out that you're a dad, too. <laughs> No, it's just lucky to have you. We both are. (laughs) And Lyle's about to kiss her, but she talks. And he gave us some more of that poison ass water. That's what I said. What kind of doctor is this? Once again, ask him, is he okay? Just got a lot of patients to see and miles to go. He not okay. Um, the other thing, man, it made you think about too, like this episode, like this is obviously a fictional show, but like how hard must it be to have to live in Flint, Michigan, where literally the water is poison? Like this I is I can't the, wash my hands, I can't bathe. Right. I have to constantly put water. I'm actually like like water that should be, you know, nickels and pennies to the dollar that I'm paying the water place. I can't even do that water and and it's just so fucked up. And not only in Flint, Michigan, that shit is happening all, all across the, the country. And but like you getting sick, kids getting sick, you break old out people and getting sick. How many people are hot? Right, breaking out in sores. Yeah. Like we take that for granted, but like the water being fucked up could tear, that could fuck everything up right because we need water to survive um so then uh buddy has spit his food on carol's face and so now um oh wait this is actually the first part of this um let me see if i can get to the torture part but yeah he uh spit his food on her face and uh and she was not she was not a fan of that so then um she took her ring out and put it on her um, punching hand and start torturing his ass you have the animal in you he has a he also has a cut on his chest and she stuck her finger in that out there I would take you like a bitch in heat and that I think was an allusion to sexual assault mm-hmm 
Yeah, because he's looking at her like, you're very violent. Like, like he go, I know violent people. And you are, like, like I can, I, I can see the look in your eye like when we are out there. When I mean violent people, you know, because they, they stab people, they cut people. Like, it's something, because it's a cult-like type. Well, yeah, but I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about when he said, if we were out there, I'd take you like a bitch in heat. Yeah. I think that's him, that's a illusion of, like, some sexual assault shit. Agreed. Um but yeah so you know you ain't got to tell carol but once she put on her brass knuckle and i was like okay here's my punching ring bitch daryl says that's enough hey and you know what? And and and, and with the, uh, I don't know why, but I'm thinking about this again. With this music, all I was going to hear was dee, dee, I know. Dee. And then and then it broke up into four parts where you mm. see four different things. You see every, you know, different shit Sadiq, is happening around Sadiq the community. Giving somebody some more water. I know them over there at that at, at the Walkers Camp. At the at the Whispers Whispers Camp. camp. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're all weak. Running out of time, Carol. Daryl pulls out a knife. Let's start with your fingers first. In both your ears. I'm gonna take all your teeth. You lie to yourselves. To each other. You fight for what? Sandwiches. You ignore the truth. Daryl put his uh put the dude's hand up against the wall and put his knife to his finger. Mm-hmm. Like he about to cut it off. Yeah, this dude like stu- you know what kind of life I live? <laughs> right. He's like, I was raised in the ghetto, a poor black child, okay? This is nothing to me. Nothing. I was born in the darkness. You merely adapted it. Adopted it uh but yeah he's not he he ain't scared at all Mm-mm. ain't no fear that live here and that's what lydia told them right like torture is not gonna get it like you got you're gonna have to get to his heart because if you don't you're it's, you're gonna have to end up killing him right you fight for sandwiches delicious honey spread <laughs> oh okay oh okay oh you crazy i am <laughs> Staring you in the face. I would never betray Alpha. She rescued me. She protects me. She loves me. She loves us all. Colt, he bought all the way in. She sacrificed her own daughter for us. Break song. She killed Lydia. He did. And I am willing to give my life for her. And that's where he finally realized, uh oh, this nigga don't know that she lied. Mm-hmm. And Carol was like, Carol was like, when somebody hit you with some shit that you kind of like, you already know the answer to, but you want to kind of pretend like you hearing it for the first time, I'm like. Oh, word she did oh 
nobody told mm. me dog oh damn she do that oh, for real i'm sorry to hear that oh what? man i hate she lost her daughter like that Dale, can i talk to you outside i hate right. that oh that's so sad we need to go so, out and talk about it too Darryl. bad so sad uh sadiq watches over cheryl uh the older lady and promises she gonna get through this and she tells him like i'm cool with dying and then uh he says you know she hit him with, i'm old nigga old people die right she said if anything you need to lay your ass down and get some sleep like close your eyes at least for a little bit he's like i got other patients and stuff she's like they're not gonna benefit from you uh not having your head on straight so just sleep for a little bit close your eyes get a little rest and don't worry about me and he falls asleep and has another ptsd nightmare um and um i just thought to myself i would never take a nap around somebody so close to death what if she would have died like as soon as i close my eyes i wake up and now i'm a fucking sadiq snack right because you know? she's gonna be functioning like because you know her brain is still intact right so i would i would have never i'm like Mm-mm, no cheryl i'm a i'll sleep if you get tied to this bed but i'm not sleeping in here with your dead ass Mm-mm. half a damn second you are like 30 seconds from dying so then um uh after he takes his nap he wake he, he wakes up or whatever he gets woken up and he has to go to the prisoner's cell and check on the prisoner because somehow the prisoner is sick and this he's so sick he actually you knew he was sick for real because at first i thought it was a trap or a trick me too but he needed like uh sadiq to heal him and he was willing to let it happen so i was like oh shit i don't know we came back and he was shaking in pain walk in darkness quoting that shit to himself yeah i'm burning up here what's wrong how the hell should i know just make it stop i'm on the sofa he throws up blood he throws up blood on dante's coat and dies he dead and they they were about to bring lydia in carol was gonna bring the dude so that they could you like see god give us the information but the dude dies and so daryl's like y'all can get out of date don't lydia don't need to see this all right should have told her then what the plan was mm-hmm morning did you give this to him so sadiq finds some type of herb or something plant in uh dante's bag and he's like did you give him this shit and it turns out that um it's something that is poisonous and can kill you yeah for pain and inflammation you killed him How? Oh, that's Yarl's hemlock. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I thought, uh... What? You thought what? I never thought hemlock would be in the bag because, um... 
was what done today? Because you packed it. And so, this was when I knew, okay? Because oh. Karen was like, we was on the couch, and I was like, oh my God, it's true. And then Karen was like, oh, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, never mind. You'll get to see it for yourself. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I didn't make the connection. But this one, I was pretty. I, was I said, like, oh. "Oh shit!" But uh, I wait till to confirm at the end. But this is when I knew. I said, "Oh my god!" Um, and I get why you wouldn't have suspected it because I mean, when the is the last been time having PTSD? Well, when is the last time EVs been right about anything? You know, <laughs> Arby's, Will, like you know, Henry. I mean, it's eh, she's known me wrong anyway so um uh he basically says like yeah he blames it on sadiq and because he's also been playing this role of being like i'm trying to help you sadiq i'm trying to protect you you know when you start having these flashbacks and shit i'm basically the one that steps in to keep you from like being exposed as a doctor that can't do his job and so this kind of felt like like i want to cover for you but you keep being a dick trying to you gonna make me have to tell everybody you the one that fucked up not me because he looked reluctant to to say like would you yeah why would you do that why would you he's like i didn't think it would be in the bag it's like why wouldn't it be in the bag it's like well damn i guess i gotta tell everybody because it in the bag nigga it's your fault and it looked like he didn't want to say that like it wasn't yeah. a setup like sadiq kill him you know mm-hmm. uh then lydia and carol come uh oh wait i said that part um gabe is like if they find out about this dead nigga is people in the community gonna panic sir because he don't have no fucking business being here right and they know that we got a quote-unquote standoff with these people and we ain't here torturing and killing people they ain't gonna look good Mm-mm. so that was a big issue then the other part of it was uh if alpha finds out it's gonna be a war mm-hmm. so they gotta figure out what to do about this gabe says daryl's like don't worry i'll take care of it and gabe says well i'll help you because it's not your fault it's carol's um and then carol and lydia are on horseback and she's like you still want to help and lydia says yeah carol says good um and of course that's when they go out there and we played that scene already where they go out with aaron and uh she uses lydia without telling lydia the actual plan cheryl dies and uh sadiq goes outside to see dante burying cheryl out by her she said and uh sadiq has another ptsd attack and jumps into a lake and he jumps to a lake and rosita saves him and then they had this conversation because of mine uh-uh. no i want the real shit whatever's been eating you up for weeks spill it's funny because it should be obvious i mean this nigga's the only survivor of a massacre that he witnessed i mean it should be obvious to everybody that if something's eating them up that's what it is but i guess if they like you don't tell us we actually don't know right because you got to talk about it's it it's like right. i'm still there all the time it's like i never left but it's just pieces <laughs> and they're all jumbled together like a puzzle or something <laughs> screams and this no Blood, everything. People are dying. 
Cheryl is over. Cheryl was sick. You're doing everything you can. You're not alone. And I think this is pure survival's guilt. Mm-hmm. Survivor's guilt. Yeah, because he's the only one to survive. Because he's even blaming himself for like Cheryl. He's blaming himself for not being able to solve this contagion that's going around. Not being mm-hmm. able to figure that out. He's blaming himself for not being able to save everybody in the barn. Like he's blaming he's taking it on for everything and i think that's the the effect of having survived something traumatic traumatic like that like that's a psychological thing that people talk about survivors of like you know um people that murder people and shit you know massacres stuff like that (laughs) you know why bothers me so much He's there. Just think about how much I miss her. But then I get to remember how I failed her, so. So he feels like he failed her in the barn and couldn't save her. But also, him and Enid had a special relationship because she was like his understudy and became a doctor for Hilltop. Yes, she did. Because of Sadiq. Mm-hmm. You know, so and he... And he's actually back to Carl because Carl went out there when his daddy told him not to and was like, I have got to show that we not going to be running everybody off, daddy. Like, nah, dog. That's a great, that's a great point, Karen, because the relationship with Carl probably does make him feel even more protective of Enid and he couldn't do shit to stop what happened to her. Right, because he promised, yeah. he promised Carl, like, I'll do my best, I'll try, because that's the only reason why he's even with the community, because Carl right. vouched. Carl was like, no, daddy, we not going to do this. So yeah, man, I, I can see why that would fuck him up um and also he is aggro towards uh he's very aggressive towards um dante mm-hmm. like when dante makes a mistake like you never see sadiq blow up at people mm-hmm. when dante makes a mistake sadiq blows up like and that's been a pattern you know and now we know why he thinks that's a pattern right um and then you know i would go into she basically says it's not your fault and shit um and then also uh he figures out in this scene because he's like i just if i'm not smart enough to figure out what's happening to y'all why y'all don't eat the same things i don't go live in the same place and then uh he looks at the water that he just got pulled from and realizes oh shit that's the only thing everybody had in common so he tells us either like go back home lay down and he goes and checks the water and figures out the water filtration system has been tampered with and one of the levers were turned off and he turns it back on but then he's pissed at himself and starts throwing shit and whatever because hey i this happened on my watch eugene's not here and everybody got sick and i didn't even think to check the water and now cheryl's dead you know so um he he flicks the fuck out yeah and I think the mistake he made, he should have told her, hey, I think it's something with the, wrong with the water. Let me go check it out. But he tells her nothing, so she does not know. Right. And I think also that goes back to that shame. Right. Because he took this very personally, like, I'm ashamed. I can't solve this problem. And so when he figures it out, you would think that it would be like, you know, oh, look, I figured it out. But I don't think he was very proud of figuring it out because he's like, it's my fault. Just like, should have known. Like, why were, you know, like, it like and it was just a suspicion at the time so he confirmed it and then he's just like i fixed it but you know 
i'm the weak link and keep in mind he also is like i put the pack the wrong shit in the bag and Mm -hmm. that dude died because of me like everything is coming up against sadiq okay everyone's cutting spades uh cutting hearts on uh, cutting cutting hearts they're cutting diamonds they're cutting everything okay like he is his life is spade tight against uh sadiq right now (laughs) come on he just wants a break so sadiq goes back to his house to his uh house he's looking out the window being sad crying date comes in hey i know it's late but Leave i saw me alone just want to chat for a sec huh i'm not your half sure you are chief <laughs> I'll go, but not before saying sorry. With Eugene gone, I got a pitching with the water. I haven't pulled my weight. Stop. Gotta stop. This is my fault. It's not yours. It's not anyone else's. Yeah. I know you want this blame. For a sec, everything else makes sense, right? I'm sorry, bro. Ain't how it works. And this is like more Dante being a good dude, protecting Sadiq from himself. And, you know, Sadiq is blaming himself for missing the water thing. He's blaming himself for the death of Cheryl, the death of the dude that's a prisoner, uh, packing that wrong thing in the bag and dante's just kind of always been there for him to be like hey man i know things is looking bad but you got this or you're okay it's not your fault so it seems like typical dante look yes. this place it's special i got that right away it it works because it's a village it takes everyone here to build grow fight raise rugrats <laughs> And heal people. Everyone carries equal weight. (laughs) So when something happens, it's all our fault, yeah? And when one of us is suffering, we're here to help. You don't even know me, man. Sure do. You're my friend. And there's some goodwill hunting shit. Where it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Sadiq lets one glory to slide down his face. Right. Gotta be okay. <laughs> Music change. And you heard that whatever that sound was that was that sent sadiq on a ptsd head trip to back to the barn and we now see like the person that was holding him was talking to him and making that the same clicking sound in his ear Oh! 
and so he looks this sadiq still standing behind him i mean not sadiq dante standing behind him the same way the person that was holding him was standing behind him holding him and you see like for a second the overlay of the mask on dante's face and so dante was literally the person that held sadiq when um he watched everybody get killed and he, he was one of the whispers yeah and i think he realized sadiq put that together yeah right i don't know what that i don't see i think he's looking at his facial response in the mirror he's like oh he don't feel well also sadiq turns around he's looking for a weapon and he sees sadiq looking for the the hatchet and once that happens i mean you gotta kill him bits off good fight I'll, I'll skip to the end of the fight, uh, but he gets the best of Sadiq. Yeah, put him in a nice little headlock. You're not like this. Sadiq and that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. and also I think too he said not you and not like this so I think he probably figured out sooner or later I was going to get found out I didn't think it was going to be you and I didn't want to kill you but now yeah. you know I have to kill you and it raises some interesting questions about Dante because mm-hmm. if he's one of the whispers how much does he know um, like Lydia is living amongst them does he think she's in on it has alpha trusted him so much that she's like i didn't kill my daughter and um i'm lying and you're my most one of my i guess at this point more trusted than beta because beta didn't even know yeah also i i put like this because the way her mind ticks it would not surprise me if her killing lydia didn't even come up like you know what i'm saying like they knew well, what i'm saying is if 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 he doesn't know that lydia is he knows lydia's living with them correct and he hasn't reached out to her to even be like so wink wink we infiltrated right we both over here spying so i'm just saying like how much does he know i wonder what are his instructions as you talk don't talk to lydia if you see her or yeah. she on her own mission y'all you know like i i want these questions answered because like i said these are interesting questions to think i also think his mission must have been to surveil um sadiq to some point mm-hmm. you know to make sure that he didn't have too much information also now we know there was a mole and now we know there's certain so he know when this, she's like i know you crossed my land this many times all right Dante. it might not have been that they were watching it might have been buddies infiltrated so he could to be like hey how is he getting information to them 
that's the biggest question how is he getting information to me yeah like there's questions now that that i have that i'm like i would like this answer uh clearly he must have like the water filtration thing i wonder if that's a combination attack where on the outside you have gamma clogging the water up with fucking zombie guts and on the inside you have dante turning off the filtration getting everybody sick possibility you know and it seems like in the same way that carol is trying to use the and and aaron are trying to use diplomacy to erode the way of life for the whisperers it seems like uh the whisperers are trying to use adversity to erode the way of life for alexandria and those and the 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 other um communities because it would wear you out yeah well just hardship well look trees falling on shit zombies keep attacking we uh the water we're getting sick maybe we should try our chances with the whispers you know the smart ones will come to us you know that's what she said so it feels like it's a big ass uh big ass attack so man oh man um so eve was finally right about something uh, uh, and i'm a man of my word i give her credit we when give it's you due. credit baby uh all right we had comments let's get into these uh d writes in um oh wait yeah d uh ramsey pussy bow says love you and mrs and the missus reviewing our show the walking dead i started watching the episodes again and when sadiq was flashing during the intro the hands on his mouth looked very familiar i was like damn alpha is worse than the governor beta doesn't want any uh any from her and megan is so ready to get with her i forgot michonne went to oceanside damn she was she has to save everyone yeah we'll see um uh i don't know what's gonna happen up there but like we're gonna get a peek of that next week uh amon right said hey y'all well i'm shocked in a good way all those weird feelings we all had about dr dude bro were correct yo shout out to um the writing on this though because we all went suspicious and then it was like well maybe i mean sadiq so fucked up they might need this dude right he might like, be the next doctor oh wait we was right suspicious trust your gut pocs white folks always try to make us second guess ourselves what racism that's crazy that's not what this <laughs> is come on inserts that's racist sound like my head poor sadiq did he even get to tell anyone other than that dude that the water is contaminated nope no, i don't even think he told nobody yeah i don't even think he told dante he fixed that water mm-hmm uh the moment he said sadiq put the hemlock in the medicine bag i was thinking it didn't seem correct at all saying and once again what the hell aaron i don't understand why he has posted on the bridge or why he didn't report what he saw gamma doing right away maybe in the next episode they'll shed some light on it because it's very frustrating yeah yeah carol or maybe he just thought well with the water filtration we'll be fine mm-hmm. but my thing is has he not been home since since he went out there i don't know it might not have been and carol being white woman tm again now your only advantage over alpha is gone i'm thinking lydia is going to come back though let me tell you something the okay. advantage over alpha is carol and it's not gone because carol's jack bauer yeah yeah so yeah. one way or another carol gonna get it done now the plan just changes and we go to the next situation change and we go go to the the next next hour next scene and i think she coming back too baby because because she's gonna be like negan you get out there you're like woo, child the ghetto so the plan don't change the plan stay the same carol gonna take a thing that's the plan 
Uh, come on that's what i'll be hearing (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, but yeah so uh uh this is a great episode of quite the mental ride pour pour one out for the man sadiq love y'all amai y'all hate we lost sadiq me too because and you know what now they ain't got no goddamn doctor who the doctor dr dante the nasty dirty self-sabotaging ass right because because not trying funny the only one that could have been the doctor is eugene and that nigga ain't there yep uh kim doc writes in Ooh, this font and bright blue too rod and karen <laughs> and you see it angela kang and her leadership of this show is masterful instead of showing what happened in the barn as soon as it happened they teased it out over several episodes in the form of terrifying flashbacks that deke is suffering from truly terrifying i was sure we'd never see what happened in the barn but the way they're revealing it makes uh is what makes our leadership captivating and story awesome in light of all the people leaving the show and poor sadiq still feeding the people the water because fucking aaron won't tell our people that the water is tainted what did he take a camping bag over the border to kick it with gamma and give her mad intel right right? i want to feed him i want to feed him that mace arm i'm so pissed at him just garbage i like to think i survived a z-pop but shit sadiq is going through would kill me oh my god man and as you can tell i'm watching the episode as i type and i'm not devastated that sadiq figured out who the douche doc was uh whisperer too late fuck oh now devastated okay this one hurts worse than a lot of the recent deaths he was our link to carl and even rick michonne's rider how could they let this happen man but at least our nigga avi nash got to cut his hair my goodness what a glow up deep down carol bringing that whisperer to alexandria forced double uh forced douchey dock hands and accelerated his timetable i think so too yeah that was when i knew man because i said he killed this nigga on purpose because he knew they, that motherfucker could give them some intel uh it was gonna be a problem right i was like see dante the kind of self the sabotage motherfucker that acts like it's all a mistake and it's like oh wait a minute i've had no idea that what could really beat the whispers other than them seeing lydia is alive turns out like the other cults the only thing that can break alpha's hold on her group is a self-implosion of her own ideology and maybe a hint of thriving community lydia is alpha's downfall that would be very apropos if lydia had something to do with the downfall her house of cards is so fragile as you both have said masterfully time and time again alpha's people are the only ones making the sacrifices like jim jones everyone's forced to submit to his ending for them while he chose his own way out everyone has to give up their own family baby sister comfort ideas and freedom while she gets to murder people to avenge losing her daughter but not actually kill her daughter i cannot see when and how gamma wigs the fuck out uh the show is getting better and better man thanks for reading this and keeping me hyped about the show kim doc it's going to be interesting because uh, who knows where she's going to go but it's going to be interesting she crosses that camp and see negan mm-hmm. yeah that's true because her and negan got a good relationship mm-hmm. but at the same time you know she crossed that camp i feel like her mama gonna have to kill her yeah um hey tvgwt team this is from a girl uh beth she says uh what an episode did you see carol's face when uh gabe mentioned michonne lol did carol really say she wished lydia had gone with henry too or did she mean she wishes she had gone with henry too she's out of control hmm shaking my head why is carol using her ring as an instrument of torture i don't know but it worked i guess she ain't had no brass knuckles right 
uh i would like to put push you know she probably put that ring on thought about her ex-husband i'm like this abusive asshole right time to do some man beating ah beat all the men you think black women on twitter be man bashing i'm gonna show you some man bashing no, <laughs> with these hands uh i would like to push carol in some zombie water uh great now that they've lost lydia what happened to just telling people she's not dead or telling her so she's not blindsided carol does not deserve to take out alpha hmm shaking my damn head has Aaron been sitting on the bridge for 40 days and 40 nights? <laughs> uh, everyone but him seems to be able to leave and he's the one with vital information. What more recon does he need to do? Aaron has literally and figuratively lost his way. Okay. But why did Dante have to kill Sadiq or reveal himself? That's some psycho shit, man. Just when Rosita and Sadiq and Gabriel were about to make the hottest couple, he deserves better. Yeah, that's the other thing I wasn't 100% sure on. Did he in real life make that 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 sound that not sound but when sadiq realized it or did that or was that in sadiq's head one or two may have because we've been going so much back and forth with sadiq's reality i don't know if that actually happened where he heard the sound or if he heard the sound and, and went off in his brain mm-hmm. the preview i don't know if you've seen it but we're back at ocean side oh i haven't seen the preview um not the preview oh the clip after the regular show yeah we back in Oceanside the preview oh you okay so they also have a preview clip and then they have a oh no no I didn't the see the preview we didn't see the preview clip, clip. but we did see the like next week on Walking Dead so maybe that's what she means I don't know if you've seen it but we're back at Oceanside which was already giving me lost vibes and I'm not sure if it will be in this in the episode but didn't the siren remind you of the smoke monster uh yeah it did and i missed that stupid brilliant show so much i'm beyond excited for the next week's episode of your recast that twig said ow a bitch got me had me laughing <laughs> for three minutes yeah karen killed me with that i'll crack it right now just writing it about it well done karen love you both thank you for your recast bell thanks bell oh you welcome because that that bridge was loud bridges don't crack like that surround sound <laughs> right miss smart right saying dear karen with a side of rod instead of raisins lydia thank you lydia no not thank you lydia is so delusional oh, no hashtag not all carrots you know because every time i'm putting raisins and everything oh okay i'll see you. oh okay i missed it okay my bad thought she was comparing me to raisins no 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 no. i get it now I, i'm sorry my bad miss smart you know she's so evil sometimes i just can't never tell her <laughs> when, she, when she, the evil gonna jump she out coming for you but she's not coming for you this time no no lydia, lydia is so delusional that she said our beloved carol was like her bald filthy mama that's some typical henry adjacent behavior word to eve <laughs> lydia gotta go well she already gone speaking of lydia she has been living in the same sprawling two block bustling town as dante aka tay but either never met him or met him and didn't realize he was a whisperer right either way i'm calling uh bovine feces word to eugene and i <laughs> and i believe tay is there to watch alexandria and deliver status reports about lydia the alpha he too gotta go oh and for the new listeners i am not pro slavery i am however pro workforce maximization cheers <laughs> Miss okay sound like a southern bell <laughs> i am pro workforce maximization okay nigga get me some more tea nigga um turk says hey guys 
director michael cudlitz and the writer Corey reed did that i watched this episode three times and enjoyed it more each time dakota alpha hit full peak this week that man saw that alexandria had obamacare ebt cars but he would rather eat dirt smoke pig because alpha loves him the ghetto he said i would rather die the acting when he bit into that bread come on Ooh. also i like how that you know what he looked like he looked like when your mama actually got mcdonald's money <laughs> y'all ever had that you like oh my god it's a mcdonald's cheeseburger i don't have to pull the edges off the bread or nothing it don't fall to pieces because mm-hmm. she handmade it and and didn't 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 use enough uh uh combining shit to get it to glue right ain't no bell peppers in this or nothing <laughs> right uh, ain't no bs onion in this ah! <laughs> uh also i have that have they addressed sexual assault among the whispers by having him make that offhand comment to carol about taking a bitch and eat instead of showing it which is more subtle touched in the comic right i like that too because i don't want to see it on the show if they don't got to show it and, right because they've done a real good yeah. job of working around that also carol's story arc is just wow how she went from so meek to so entirely ruthless is 100 percent better than her comic counterpart yep mm-hmm. i'd even go to say i don't think they have anyone in the comic that did the arc that carol did no aaron must be going home every day because gamma says she always has bread and he has said he made it fresh every day it's made fresh every day maybe aaron has no clue about the water sabotage because he could not see exactly what gamma was doing thought that wasn't their water source or it just did not click that she was fucking with the water poor fine ass sadiq right may he rest in peace you knew somebody was gonna get that sadiq and they did <coughs> to the, the word i said that man's too fine for nobody to snatch him up and he the, he the only one had that baby mm-hmm. doc and rosita too fine too so it makes sense doctors keep taking an l on this show damn near 10 have been murdered i want they dante have every doctor they were like, no, don't get the doctor position they die <laughs> i want dante uh 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 wait hold on oh uh, yeah dante said he was in iraq and sadiq's ethnic and religious background is too close to the people dante was used to killing on behalf of the u.s army for me not to think it was partially racial mm-hmm. ah! why didn't he kill lydia's white ass too right we know she's a snitch telling all the whispers business rosita better keep the same energy for executing dante for sadiq's murder that she had about killing negan for abraham uh can't wait for the mid-season finale peace if they figure out that dante killed him yeah that's if you know who knows i hope they figure it out i think in the preview i saw dante in the cell i see so. i see him talking to daryl so that might not go well because daryl go because you know because that because daryl was in there when sadiq was putting together like hey dog did you do this mm-hmm. and daryl was looking like mm, i don't know now somebody just ain't right yeah and gabe was looking at him you know kind of sideways too mm-hmm. um all right uh let me go to the next one um anthony uh anthony Rice saying animal thug uh oh wait no this is <laughs> this is my bad i put this in the wrong box it was for this too much <laughs> uh all right karina right saying hey rod and karen well i'm officially eating my words i was completely on the sadiq as a trader train and i couldn't have been more wrong man alpha is crafty she's been playing a long game mm-hmm. also seeing that scene of sadiq and rosita in bed together really show how robbed we were of them as a couple looking forward to the mid-season finale karina same and last one this is from ken who says uh sadiq are you okay so sadiq are you okay are you okay sadiq 
i guess he was hit by a smooth criminal <laughs> from creepy to cool to flirty he was hit by a chokehold from creepy to cool to flirty no one saw that coming just as you figured a water situation out the dust uh to the dust you return damn sadiq you will be missed speaking of miss we finally caught up with a.a ron his dumb ass been on the bridge all the time with gamma supposedly trying to win her over with kindness and bread yeah i hate this this dumb ass i called dibs on choking him out using the cobra clutch no worries because once it's locked in from his right his one armed ass can't get free also it's time for lydia to go i'm sick of her constant whining kids are mean to me you use me i wish i had left with henry now that you have served your purpose i say we start a kill off lydia grassroots movement oh oh you know evie's all about that. <laughs> i say she we, got her picket sign already ready yeah i say we cut her head off and put it in one of those spikes love the pod <laughs> uh thank you for listening uh real quick we got like uh two minutes left karen what are you look forward to for the season uh the mid-season finale to see what's cracking over at oceanside to see you know how they're going to attack this community because we've seen what they've been doing to the other two communities but we really haven't seen what they've been doing to oceanside yeah i want to see if this is when um if this is when uh uh michonne and judith exit the show or something like that because i feel like something gotta happen well you know denies leaving the show so i wonder when they're gonna pull the trigger on that um and it also looked like they had one of my favorite um actors to do uh that plays a father in um what's it andre holland or something not andre holland um the dude that plays the father on uh fx's snowfall i forget his name is the okay. actor. but i saw a little clip of his face so i wonder what the story is gonna be there so i'm looking forward to all that thank you guys for listening had a great time we did. Um, appreciate y'all for writing in and all your stuff and your feedback until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.